Joshua Cribs turns disaster into a score! Ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. I am a human being. Wash it down with one beer, two beers, three beers, a shot of whiskey, a margarita, and a bloody Mary. And I said, Stone Cold, why have one when you can have them both? Swung in and drilled, deep right center, away back, gone for Tony. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, Irving puts it up, it's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown. Uh, Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton? Awful. How is she awful? Kate's freedom. And now, Any Given Podcast with your hosts, Brendan Ward and Ethan Simpson. Hello and welcome to another episode of Any Given Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Brendan Ward, sitting here over the over the phone uh, or Skype or whatever you want to call it with my main man. Ethan Simpson, how are you? Doing well, my man. Uh, a little different this week. Got to stay a little, got to stay apart. So we'll make it happen. Uh, got to get these shirts out though, right? Absolutely. I mean, they're fire shirts. Fire. They're only 20 Depending on the sizes, they're either $20 or $25. They are on KentStagePosters.com. That is KentStagePosters.com. Obviously, where else would we put them? Because the Kent Stage Posters website is fantastic. Not only can you get a Numbers Don't Lie t-shirt, where the B is a six, uh, that's kind of self-explanatory, but you can also get presents and gifts and just one of your favorite posters from almost every single Kent stage show. So it's a win-win either way. Yeah, no matter no matter what you need, no matter what you're looking for, it's a it's a good place to go. Go peruse the site and have have yourself a good time. Absolutely, and they're all inexpensive. So it's uh, hey, get a nice bundle going. It'll be uh, trust me, you won't regret it. Exactly. Never not a bad time at KenStagePosters.com. But other than that, we got to get into this Matt Stafford thing, man. Uh, he asked for a trade. Uh, obviously, he's been in Detroit forever, his entire career uh, so far. And there, there, obviously, a lot of people think that Matt Stafford is very, very good at what he does at the quarterback position. But L.A. decided to trade for him from the Detroit Lions about a week after he asked to be traded. Uh, and they give up uh, Jared Goff, their own first overall pick. Uh, some got that with Jared, though, there's mixed feelings about him. Some think he could be a really good star, and so others think, eh, well, we'll see. What do you think of the trade, man? Um, look, I, I've always liked Matthew Stafford. Uh, since he got drafted, I think he was a fantastic quarterback. What they did in Detroit with him, that was a messed up whole deal. And I'm surprised it took him this long to ask for a trade and demand to be traded because look, they had, it was him and Megatron and then Megatron retires because he was so fed up with the organization and the way that they were handling things. Megatron left in his prime 
which he was also talking about uh, concussions and brain injury and stuff like that. But he got out of there. Matthew decided to stay. They really didn't help him out with anybody around him. Um, I think the Rams giving away those two first-round picks and a third-round pick for this year, as well as Jared Goff, the guy that took them to the Super Bowl two years ago for an aging quarterback. Uh, the Lions definitely won that trade. But I think Matthew Stafford's going to look fantastic out in L.A. Uh, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, the thing is, is I'm not very sold on Jared Goff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get that he, he went to the Super Bowl two years ago. But he was very much carried by Todd Gurley and a defense that is still one of the best in all of football, even two years removed from that run. Uh, but I, I tend to agree. Age is a, age is a big thing in the NFL, uh, unless your name is Tom Brady, uh, which we'll get into him later. Uh, age is huge in the NFL. How, how, how many years does Matthew Stafford have left? And is it past 2023, which is when, uh, or we'll say 2024, because that's when your next first round pick is. And sure, you can find all these diamonds in the rough. You can find Russell Wilson in the third round or Dak Prescott in the fourth or Brady in the seventh or which it was seventh, sixth. Um, Brady was six. Yeah, six. He was uh, 199th overall. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, you, you, there's those diamonds in the rough, but first round picks are typically where you find your quarterbacks. If you look at around the league and things like that, it's just, it's a lot to give up and you better hope it works because you're in now. Uh, uh, I, I hate to sound, I, I know I say this every single episode, but I hate to sound like a broken record. They look, so they gave up their 2022 first round pick. There's going to be a fantastic quarterback in the 2022 draft coming late that is going to be overlooked. And I think Matthew Stafford would be a perfect mentor for him. And you know who I'm going to say, so I'm not even going to, not the, even going to say it. I think the Rams could find that diamond in the rough in round two or three. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can see it, man. They got to find, they got to find something, uh, I wrote on here who won. You obviously said you thought Detroit won. I'm going to say L.A. won because I'm going to have a bold take and say that Matthew Stafford wins a Super Bowl while he plays for okay. the Rams. Uh, and I think that the Lions do not have the right people in place. Uh, who are their core receivers? I know they have... Amendola in slot. They have Galladay. Um, uh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, I and they had DeAndre Swift. So there's weapons around Jared Goff. I'm not the biggest Campbell fan, and it's the Detroit Lions organization. So picks are great, uh, but honestly, the immediacy of this is probably the best part of this trade. And I already told you five minutes ago. I'm not sold on Jared Goff. So, do you think Jared Goff has the ability to come up and bite off people's kneecaps? 
sure, but if I'm taking him in in an, in, in an affair of aggression, uh, it's definitely not him I'm picking. Uh, he's going to have to go into that NFC North and, and play that Bears defense and, and the Packers, whose defense is getting a lot better, and the Vikings, who their defense isn't great anymore, but they they tend to play this physical brand of football. So it's a, it's a little different than the NFC West where Seattle had the worst defense in all of football five years removed from a Super Bowl run uh, where, mm-hmm. where, where it was the complete opposite. Uh, I mean, I know the San Francisco 49ers ha- have a very good defense, but when healthy. Yeah, absolutely. especially with Nick Bosa, if he can stay healthy, obviously he's been plagued by a couple knee injuries and whatnot. So if they can stay, if they can keep that defense healthy, and I mean, you saw what happened in the first, from training camp to the week four, how many people got injured on oh, that defense? Their whole team was gone. Uh, yeah. I, you can't fault anybody for the season they had this year. Uh, and that's kind of what I was saying. Jared Goff, he faced one year where San Francisco had a really good defense. But other than that, he hasn't really been through a very tough NFC West, aside from the fact that Russell Wilson plays quarterback in Seattle. Yeah, and um, speaking of quarterbacks, I like Jimmy G. I like porn star Jimmy, as Stephen A. calls him. Um, But I don't know if he completely fits that scheme, because if you remember last year's Super Bowl, he threw for, wasn't that under, like, 30 yards? Uh, I, I think he had a little more than that, but I don't think he cracked the century mark for sure. Uh, I can't exactly recall, but it was, I mean, in the NFC Championship game, I know he had like 64 because uh, they they ran the ball and almost had 400 yards rushing. Uh, that's what, yeah, it was a very weird run in the Super Bowl for them with Jimmy G, and it's always like the debate we'll get into next with, He's number three on my list of could potentially not play for the team he previously played for. Yeah, and I think um, when we get in when we get into that, um, I have a very hot take that I think it's not really that big of a. Yeah, he threw. Oh, I guess it was just in the fourth quarter. He threw for. Uh, it was three for eleven, thirty-six yards a pick and a fourth down sack. Yeah, he's he's he has not set the world on fire ever. He 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 had a very good start to a career where he won a couple games in 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 a Patriots organization that obviously won five Super Bowls over the last 20 years. Uh and then he went to San Francisco with a very good defense uh in a, in, a, in a spot where you could only go was up. They, they had like one or two wins before he started playing. And then he won like five in a row. And then he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, then we waited on him, waited on him, waited on him. And then he comes back and he, he, he rode a defense to the Super Bowl. J- Jimmy G could very well be the best quarterback that can't stay on the field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could I could put him up there with uh, one of those. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater was also another one of those until last season when he came back with 
New Orleans, and then he went to the Panthers, but they said that they're going to walk away from him. Um, but Jimmy G, I just got the stats up here. They said in the Super Bowl, when he had no pressure on him, 86% completion yards, 199, one touchdown, uh, 119.5 pass rating. When he was under pressure, 11% completion, 20 yards, two picks, one sack, 0.0 passer rating. So it just depends. They really, uh, Bill Belichick really sold him, sold him to the 49ers because, you know, he was behind Brady. He played in those couple games when Brady was down. And, and his stock just went skyrocketed. And then he comes in there. Like like we said, he does have the Super Bowl. Yeah. But like you were saying, he was riding on the coattails of the defense. Um, I could – all right. So I'm going to get into that real fast. But we're going to change it to – with Matthew Stafford being the first quarterback to move this offseason – where do you think these quarterbacks that could potentially move play in 2021? You have Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins, Mitchell Trubisky, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, Big Ben, and Deshaun Watson. I don't think Big Ben's going anywhere. I think he's staying in Pittsburgh, but I think that they already said that they mutually agreed, Cam Newton and the Patriots, that he will not be their quarterback next season. I think that somehow they work out a trade to get Jimmy G back because Belichick has been kicking himself for letting him go to the 49ers. Well, well, so that begs the question, the, the rumors that came out over the weekend that San Francisco is potentially looking to kind of sway Minnesota to send Cousins their way. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think that it could be a situation where, yeah, they get Cousins in the fold. Let's sell, let's sell, let's sell Belichick Jimmy G for a third round pick. Mm -hmm. Do a three team trade because you got to remember that Kirk Cousins is Kyle Shanahan's boy. They were down in Washington together. Oh yeah. That rapport is there for sure. Yeah, and he loves him. He fits that scheme. Uh, I mean, he's been a playoff contending quarterback in Minnesota, but they're looking further on from that. They're not going to keep with Kirk Cousins the whole time. And I think they've made that known for the past couple of years. They signed him to, what was that, that four-year deal a couple yeah. years ago. But they've made it known that he's not the quarterback of the future. Yeah, there. They, he's just kind of a filler. He's a filler. He was just brought in because they they're 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 in this weird limbo where they potentially have a Super Bowl team, uh, but they just can't seem to get somebody to come play quarterback for them. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like Bridgewater was there. He got hurt. Uh, who Case Keenum? Yeah, there you go. Takes him to the NFC Championship game. Uh. Then you get they did that. They did the trade with Washington for Keenum and yeah, and Cousins because they they had the money to pay Cousins. They didn't feel like they were going to pay Keenum that same amount of money. Cousins hasn't set the world on fire, but he certainly hasn't been the worst quarterback in the league. 
certainly I I almost tend to agree he may have more to offer uh, San Francisco than Jimmy Garoppolo does um, just because of that rapport with Kyle Shanahan. Like you said, it's his boy. And with these rumors coming out, I am, I'd imagine Kyle Shanahan has a lot of pull, uh, which he should. He, yeah. he took a team of uh, a committee of running backs and, and the NFL's best defense all the way to the Super Bowl. He just met Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so speaking, going down this list, uh, you've got Aaron Rodgers, who obviously after the championship game sounded extremely pissed off at the organization. He's been mad that they didn't draft any any weapons for him. He's pissed that they took Jordan Love in the first round, which was absolutely bonkers. And this isn't just me being a Kent State fan. Jordan Love wasn't that good of a quarterback at Utah State. And he so was for them not to get a wide receiver. Yeah. For them not to get a wide receiver, or at least a second string running back that they could bring in or a tight end, they decided to go with Jordan Love. That obviously pissed him off. Obviously, the with 2.36 left in the fourth quarter, they decide to kick a field goal and give the ball back to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Like these guys, like this guy doesn't have a 20 year record of being able to just destroy teams when they give him a little chance. They give him an inch and he makes it into a mile. Yeah. You, you, you unfortunately came up against the greatest of all time at doing exactly what he did. Yeah. Be- beating a team in a title game. That's that's what Absolutely. he does. That's yeah. what he does. No one he's ever done it. Doesn't matter the division, doesn't matter the team, doesn't matter the conference. He goes out there, except for when it's Eli Manning and the Giants yeah. and they hit the Super Bowl. For some that's reason that, that man is his kryptonite. But the the other than that, if he wins this year, he personally has as many Super Bowl rings. Well, he personally has more Super Bowl rings than any other team Team in the NFL. This individual yeah. is going to have more Super Bowl rings. Uh, but And then with Aaron Rodgers, like you said, he's pushing himself out. What happens with San Francisco if Aaron Rodgers starts calling? Because you're essentially, I'm saying, probably betting on the same thing, just maybe a shorter amount of time, to be honest. You put give me Aaron Rodgers and Kyle Shanahan's system. I'm probably booking a Super Bowl. The difference is, is Aaron Rodgers is going to cost you a lot. Ask Matthew yeah, Stafford it, and the Detroit Lions. Absolutely. And, well, Aaron Rodgers, that's a whole other thing. He's obviously an older quarterback than Kirk Cousins. So what do you do? You trade all these draft picks. You bring in Aaron Rodgers for three or four seasons. Probably the same amount that Stafford's. Stafford probably has a couple more seasons than that, but Rodgers, he's only going to be there for a couple years, and then he's retiring. He's most likely going to go back to Green Bay and retire as a Packer. That's what. That's yeah. what he, you know. Yeah, he always talks about. It's it's Jason Witten signing in the next couple days with the Cowboys to retire again. It's it's yeah. You, you retire with who you spent your career with, uh, but. I don't know, man. Rodgers is a weird situation for me because he's tried walking it back. He's tried saying, like, I don't really know I'm going to go if I'm going to go anywhere. 
And now he's acting like an idiot in the back of a pickup truck with beer, uh, which whatever. We've all done it. Oh, was he? I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that. And he admitted to it. And uh, we've all done it. Whatever. It happens. Uh, but, like, I don't know what he's really trying to do. Uh, seems to be pushing himself out. I put Dak Prescott on here because with all these quarterbacks kind of being thrown around, I don't put it out of the realm of craziness of Jerry Jones to start throwing stuff away. Uh, the I tagged, I messaged you the other day. I could see Jones putting Dak, Zeke, a first, a fifth, and a seventh to try to get Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, in a corner. That yeah, fill, I mean, fill I, a lot of holes. The, the problem is, I said that before Matthew Stafford got traded, mm-hmm. and Deshaun Watson is going to cost a hell of a lot more than Matthew oh, Stafford. Yeah. Well, the thing with the thing with Deshaun Watson is I could see that trade going down, but I wouldn't. I mean, I could see Jerry Jones doing this, but why would you get rid of your franchise running back? I know he had a shit season this year. He was doing all that. He wasn't signing. He was on the boat the whole time and whatnot. So that's the franchise. That's your franchise running back right there. That's who you build around. I just, Dak Prescott. But I can see Dak Prescott. Jack. Well, Dak Prescott, a first rounder and a third rounder. Is that what you said? Yeah. For Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt because J.J. Watt can't stay healthy. The only thing J.J. Watt has is hype around his name for some reason. But he's constantly injured. So you give him that third round for J.J. Watt, and then you give him a first round of Dak Prescott for Deshaun Watson. Or I could see Deshaun Watson going up to the Jets and then sending Sam Darnold down to, down to the Texans. But... I don't think Sam Darnold is a franchise quarterback anywhere that he goes. It's so it, it takes a lot of makeup. Yeah, absolutely. With some draft picks and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, I could see that. But Deshaun said the two teams he wanted to go to were the Jets and the Dolphins. If you're the GM of the Dolphins, why the hell would you bring in Deshaun Watson when you drafted – uh, Tagalua. You bring him in because Deshaun Watson potentially takes you to a Super Bowl in 2021. Tua's going to take you to eight wins next year. Maybe okay. you make the playoffs. I could see that, but what what do you do? Do you have Deshaun Watson try and help grow Tua the same way that Fitzpatrick is doing it? No, you, and then Tua's in the trade. Okay. Yeah, you're sending two out. All right. I, I could see that. Yeah, because well, why are you going to have month? Deshaun Watson groom Tua? Deshaun Watson's got 15 more years. Yeah. If he stays right. healthy, right? That's what you're betting yeah, on. I was, I was just saying that they could bring in Deshaun Watson, win a Super Bowl or two, and then trade him away for more draft picks and keep Tua, the guy that you decided was your – was going to be the future of your franchise. I mean, I, I anything could happen. Really, it's just if you're if you're going for Deshaun Watson, you're just not going to. Unless you're like, well, we're just going to 
get him for the rest of the, his current contract at this 35 million number or, or what exactly it is. I know it's pretty high uh, because you imagine by time that contracts up uh, with what Patrick Mahomes just signed. I'm not sure you're going to get the same thing, but you might not be able to afford Deshaun Watson in two years, but you can right now. Uh, the thing is, is I don't know what Tua's value is considering he's getting pulled uh, so that Ryan Fitzpatrick can keep them in the playoffs. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick gets COVID and Tua is forced to start in a must-win game to put themselves in position to make the playoffs, potentially knocking uh, our Cleveland Browns out of the playoffs, but he loses. And uh, so I'm not sure what his stock there is in Miami. I'm not sure what his stock is around the NFL. Not really sure how many people are sold onto attack of Aloha and really still his return from the hip injury because we still – I mean, we we watched him play, and he had some success, but we also watched Brian Flores coach a team that was supposed to lose every single game to five wins two years ago and then made this Miami team, who's really not all that impressive on paper, potentially a playoff team. Like, now they have some good players. You like tight end Jasicki. Parker's pretty good. They've got some defensive guys. But other than that, you're really kind of just a middling team. Flores has them playing like they could really be contenders if they had the right guy leading leading the charge. Yeah, no, I I can absolutely see that. Um, so moving on from those guys, I could see Jameis Winston going to the Panthers, and I could also see if I feel like if Belichick cannot get Jimmy G, then he would try to go after Carson Wentz. I think that'd be pretty good for Wentz too, because I think it'd fix him. But yeah, I don't, I Jake, don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, he fits the the Belichick tree, not not tree, but you know what I'm saying. The mold, the, basically. His whole, uh, yeah, he's a big, tall, strong-armed quarterback. It, that's why after Brady went down to Tampa Bay, they brought in Cam Newton. Obviously, Scam Newton didn't work out as well as they thought he was going to, but I could see Carson Wentz fitting into that organization a lot better, making a smoother transition into the organization than Cam Newton did. Cause it took Cam Newton about five weeks to get the playbook down. Yeah, it, it really did. He struggled. Uh, so with, with you saying Wentz could potentially end up in new England, do you think that Philadelphia is done with him and Hertz is their guy? Because uh, I know last I, week after they hired that uh, the uh, the stutter the stuttering uh, the stuttering dude I don't I can't remember his name exactly uh, I don't care from, about Eagles right? football yeah he came from Detroit uh, they seemed to maybe like he wanted to try to fix the relationship with Wentz because that might have been his guy and so I almost when I was writing this up I almost wrote Carson Wentz slash Jalen Hurts. To think who we'd have to decide, I'm not really sure. I know Jalen Hurts showed a lot of, of flashes, but I think he's kind of stuck with that Eagles organization because you're still going to take a flyer on a relative unknown. Carson Wentz has shown that he can play at an MVP level. Something in the dude's head is just off now. 
Well, I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not his therapist. I'm not, you know, I don't have a psychology degree. But from what it seems like is he's constantly getting injured. And is the 17 Super Bowl, or whatever Super Bowl Nick they, Foles won. Yeah. He was he, he took them to the playoffs, but then got injured. And Nick Foles, the backup quarterback that wasn't supposed to play at all that season, won Super Bowl MVP. And that, I think that's, like, the common uh, – discussion with sports writers, sports broadcasters, people like that is that, you know, can he stay healthy? Can he actually win a Super Bowl if he stays there the whole time? I think they just got in his head and it totally he's got they have so much real estate in his head. They were like selling his jerseys for sixty five percent off at stores in Philadelphia and stuff. I think he just needs to get out of that hole situation and start over somewhere somewhere new oh yeah potential change of scenery i think makes a lot of sense because it is with him i think it's a lot of mental issues it's he's timid now and he's but yeah you you said uh since the injury because he was pre-injury that season if he didn't get injured the mvp of the league uh yeah he just and then uh he he gets robbed out of the mvp because of the injury and then uh, he had to watch his backup win a Super Bowl. It was it was bad for him. Uh, I don't have any Carson Wentz hate, despite the fact that he was a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, do you think Mr. Skrbisky has a job next year? Uh, as a backup somewhere. He, uh, so yeah, I wanted to I wanted to get that kind of out of the way because uh, uh, I'm not really sure who's who's paying Mitch to start next year, uh, unless it's the Chicago Bears, uh, and they're just not sure who they bring in. Uh, we, we talked Kirk Cousins. Is Matt Ryan in Atlanta Falcon next year? I think so. I think he's going to ride out his career. I, uh, I think it's kind of just, I'm not sure who the Falcons can bring in. Uh, I know they got Arthur Smith in there now as the new coach. Uh, and I also don't know who's going to bring in, who's going to potentially trade for or sign Matt Ryan other than Atlanta which would kind of just be like, hey, you've been here forever. Uh, you play a year or two longer, then retire. Uh, we're, we're not really looking at a Super Bowl. We're looking to build and have a rebuilding process really soon in the near future. Look for them to maybe get a quarterback early this year uh, to, for Ryan to kind of groom him, uh, unless the kid's really good uh, and has a Justin Herbert like rookie season. And then Deshaun Watson. Jacksonville might. Jacksonville? Jacksonville. I mean, if they're going to get Trevor Lawrence with the first overall pick, why not bring in a vet that's not super old for either Trubisky or Matt Ryan? A low-level pick. Bring him in to help coach and mentor uh, Trevor Terrible Hair Lawrence. That's because Trevor Lawrence isn't going number one. You don't think so? Who do you think is going number one? You think it's going to be Fields? I think Urban Meyer is going to just, in Urban Meyer fashion, try to make a splash and pick up his, pick up uh, an Ohio State OSC guy. guy. Yeah, uh, I think it's a really Urban Meyer esque thing to do, uh, and it's been it's been up here for a couple of days just thinking about it. And every time I think about it, I it, I just come to the conclusion, yeah. 
as some dumb urban shit. Like, you know, that's what he always does. Which, like, we both have been on record saying we don't even, we're not really even that sold on Lawrence, but I'm a little more sold on him than Fields. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Justin Fields is not going to be an NFL style quarterback. Obviously, you can see that the way that he's played at Ohio State. Fantastic quarterback, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's going to. He's, I don't think he's going to do anything in the NFL. Ohio State's that had a lot of fantastic quarterbacks. That haven't done jack shit yeah, in the NFL. No, not one bit. And last person on this list is Deshaun Watson. We talked about a little bit. Uh, obviously, he wants traded. Uh, he's uh, came out earlier that he's ready to sit out if, uh, if he wants. Uh, after seeing the compensation for Matt Stafford, I didn't think there was any way in hell anybody would afford him. Uh, considering what I think that just considering because of age, but if he's going to sit out, then his value starts dropping. Yeah. I, if you're Jacksonville, would you trade the first overall pick for Deshaun Watson? Uh, it's, you're very much unlikely. Would you? Cause, uh, I, 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 I'm, I already know what Deshaun Watson is. And we both agree that we don't know if Lawrence is going to be that good. Uh, so Urban Meyer, maybe because I feel like Deshaun Watson fits an Urban Meyer system or, or could potentially fit an Urban Meyer system. So that'd be good. Uh, I think it would really just have to be what else? Because yeah. the, the number one overall pick is even it, it, it's, 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 it's even so much different than the second overall pick. It, it's call your shot. It's it's this guy needs to 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 be the face of the franchise, future Hall of Famer, uh, busting Canton type of guy. Uh, the pressure of that number one pick is is that, especially at a quarterback. So so how much else can Jacksonville get, or can I, Houston get? Because if it's just straight up for the number one overall pick, it's a no. Because then you're just tra- you're trading uh, a relatively top five quarterback. If you don't believe that, he's pretty close uh, for for Trevor Lawrence, who you just don't know. Uh, no matter how good you thought he was in college. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. Uh, my whole thing, though, is with Jacksonville. Like I said, if you're Urban Meyer, do you want to? I'm trying to think of the right word. Uh, pretty much groom a young guy, not in that, not in that fashion, but yeah. in football in your system, rather than bringing a guy who's spent the last uh, four years in somebody else's. Uh, I, yeah, I probably. Uh, uh, no. I, no, I don't think you pick Trevor Lawrence over Deshaun Watson just because if you're Urban Meyer, uh, you're pretty much betting a legacy, right? Uh, you had some success. Yeah. You, you had some success at big time programs. You had some success at Florida. You had success at Ohio State, which is which is perennially top five. Uh, so you had success, had success at, at Toledo. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, he did, but. <laughs> In terms of programs, Wait, Toledo's a little different. 
right? You wouldn't put a MAC team up against an SEC team or a Big Ten team? I would. Uh, if if they're stacked. I'd put these flashes up against them. Yeah, I'd put the Golden State Flash. I mean, the why did I say the Golden State? The the Golden Flashes. Kent of, State Golden Flash. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd put them up there uh, right now. But Toledo back then, no. Uh, so, like, what I'm saying is he, he he's benefited from having the, the money of these big-time programs. The NFL is a different beast. And if he fails, it's, it, it's on him now. They, they gave him a lot of power. Uh, yeah. They're going to give him a lot of power. So if you're if you're gonna if you're thinking about his legacy, are you betting your legacy on Deshaun Watson, who's already proved he can play in the NFL, and uh, or are you betting it on Trevor Lawrence, who had a very good college career at Clemson, but doesn't seem to be as good as he was his freshman year? Yeah, that's uh, that is absolutely true. I guess we're just gonna have to wait, you know, sit on our hands for a little bit, wait to see how this plays out, um, but. Something that we only have to wait five days for, and that's Super Bowl 55, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. First team to ever actually have a home game, a home Super Bowl at their own stadium. I know that back in the day, the Rams and the 49ers and stuff played at a couple college stadiums in California, but it's not the same thing. It was not their home turf. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, it, you don't have the ship, uh, in the background at your at your literal home stadium that has your logo on it that that has live cannons. Well, did you see what the Tampa the NFL made the Tampa Bay Buccaneers say today? Yeah, uh, or, or the, I didn't read the exact statement, but to the, to the effect of that. The cannons just can't be used or something like that. Uh, um, here, I can get the exact quote for you. Yeah, go ahead and pull that up. Uh, but The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, oh, I, I got it right now, All right, cool. released a statement uh, two hours ago and said, the firing of the cannons after big plays is a tradition that defines what it means to be a Buccaneer fan and serves as a signature element of our home game experience at Raymond James Stadium. However, we also acknowledge and understand the NFL's position with regards to maintaining the integrity of a neutral site atmosphere for Super Bowl 55. While the cannons may not fire in their typical fashion, we look forward to showcasing parts of our tradition while working within the league's guidelines. Um, It's kind of hard to be a neutral field. Like when you were saying, they have a giant pirate ship. They have the logos everywhere. This is their home turf. Uh, it's just, it's kind of ridiculous that the NFL would go out and say that you can't fire off the cannons at your own, at your own field when you do big plays. I'd do it anyways. What are they gonna find me? Oh, if I if I were them, shoot them off before the game. Yeah. What are they gonna are they gonna find you? Like, okay, whatever. If it helps me intimidate the Kansas City Chiefs. What you need? 15, yeah. 20 grand, 25, 30? The owners got it. Most, like seven fifty thousand or something. If the NFL wants to do that, you know, and if what happens um if the Buccaneers win, they have to fire off the cannons. Oh, right. 
like first ever to be able to celebrate on their home turf. I'm firing every single cannon I can. That that's sh- there's gonna be fifteen shots of it. No, no doubt. But I'm just saying, if if uh, if it goes how I expect this to go, in which I imagine it's gonna be a pretty 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 high scoring game, let mm. let them let them shoot off a cannon. Uh, if you want to give the Chiefs, I don't know, let them. What do they do? You want to do like the tomahawk chop or something? Yeah, let let them have a guy on the field doing that every time they score. Let's let's uh, let's have some fun, right? You're gonna, it's gonna be a different atmosphere, right? Twenty five thousand isn't quite the seventy seventy five thousand that we can normally fit in. The Super Bowl is gonna look very different this year. Why not let them have some fun? Let's let's get graphics. Let's let's let's. Yeah, I'm not saying let's let's have bowling alley graphics where we. We, we 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 like have six tallies up every time someone scores or or seven pins fall down every time you get every time you bowl your first ball or something but like let's let's have some fun with it because we all are gonna have to sit at home and watch it or if you're gonna go out for the first two hours or three hours of the Super Bowl uh, and then make the mistake of missing the weekend at the halftime show uh then by I, I don't think that's a mistake. Or whoever. Like I don't really like the weekend that much either, but weekends are right. Yeah, but he's I'm okay. Definitely, I'm definitely gonna ignore the whole Miley Cyrus TikTok performance, which is the dumbest. Is thing that in who the world. is that who he has with him? I didn't know that's who he had with him. Uh she's doing a I don't know if she's doing a pregame performance or a halftime TikTok thing. I don't know. I don't get it. I uh, I'm going to watch the halftime show because it's on Super Bowl Sunday. You turn the channel on and then it's on until the end of the game. And and then and then we watch it for another 45 minutes to an hour because that's how long it takes them to tell us who won MVP, uh, even though we should have known four hours ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, absolutely. So, like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to watch the halftime show because you don't change the channel, uh, even though basically. They 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 said commercials aren't going to be the same this year either, which makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the biggest well, there, audience ever. There's a bunch of people or a bunch of companies that pulled out like Budweiser and Coke. And yeah, like, like the like big that. ones because they decided to give their money donated to charities for COVID nineteen relief, which makes sense. But you can still afford to have a commercial. You are the biggest beer company in America and the biggest uh, pop company in the world. You yeah. can't afford a couple mil to do a 30-second commercial, even if you're talking about doing the COVID-19 relief and stuff like that. You could still yeah. have a commercial. Give me a commercial telling me what you did this year, right? Like, give me a, give me a commercial of kids sharing Pepsi because with a mask on or something and... You know, make it make it about COVID nineteen. Right. Tell right. me exactly what you did this year. Do it do a little commercial about kids sharing a Coke and then at the end be like Pepsi donated fifteen point five million to COVID nineteen relief or whatever you donated or whatever. Sell it to me. Tell me what you did. Yeah. Super Bowl commercials. Or Let's even, have them. You could even do a commercial where these nurses, you know, have been there for twelve hours. And they finally get a break and they 
crack open a Coke. Like, I feel like Don Draper over here. It's so simple, but they're not going to do it. It's almost, just, uh, it's almost like we learned marketing in school or something. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> All right, so we got Brady versus Mahomes. Brady's 10th appearance. Obviously, he's a seasoned vet. He's looking to win his seventh Super Bowl. Mahomes in his second Super Bowl, looking to win his second Super Bowl. Um, with this matchup, obviously, you have... Oh no, what happened? What happened? Oh, there we go. You're good. We're back. Little little difficulty there. Probably some of my Wi-Fi because mine is all laggy and yours looks very clear. It's okay. Um, We'll power through it. What were you saying? Let's get back. Uh, so Brady, they've been calling him online or on the commercials for the Super Bowl to go versus the greatest right now. Uh, it's gonna be a fan- it's gonna be a fantastic matchup between these two. It's like the passing of the torch, which uh, I'm very excited for it. And then to break down the weapons that both team have teams have, obviously a wide receiver you have for the Buccaneers, you have Evans. Godwin, who he missed some crucial catches in the championship, but they still came out on top. Brown, Antonio Brown, who it's still up in the air if he's going to play, right? Yeah, uh, uh, which is why I kind of put it in order I did, uh, because uh, Watkins for uh, Kansas City is also up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so those I kind of put those two as like almost a wash. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brown... Uh, was on it was on one of like the best tears of his career almost. He, he almost like he, he five games five touchdowns towards the end of that year, and then he got hurt. Uh, so that's a big weapon for them if they can get him back. Considering you have uh, forty foot tall Mike Evans on one side, and then Godwin every time you count the man out, like you just said, missed a couple catches, but every time you count the man out, he shows up and booms for like a hundred yards. Uh, two touchdowns or something like that. So I never count him out either. Uh, and But on that other side, Kansas City, uh, we, we start talking about some big weapons there. Uh, I also put on here at running back, uh, Leonard Fournette, who's been playing very, very well. Playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny. But uh, in comparison to those other receivers, you got uh, Hardman, who, who probably – if everyone was healthy, maybe the the third guy on this, and then you have Watkins, who, like you said, uh, may poten- or like we said, may potentially not play, and then Hill, who, no matter what you think about him as a person, he's dynamic on that field and he's hard to cover. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I. I mean, there's a reason why both these teams are in the Super Bowl right now. Uh, it's not just on one guy like Mahomes or Brady. Obviously, they have all these weapons. Um, then you got Clyde, the running back for the Chiefs, who, if he can stay healthy, he's always on fire. Obviously, defensively, you have two great teams. JPP was going off in the championship. Uh, I'm just uh, – I'm – Curious as to how the Chiefs contain Brady's passing. 
if the Buccaneers stop Patrick Mahomes or Tyreek Hill or Trevor Phillips, any of these guys. Yeah, it's it's, and that's why I said earlier I feel like it could be very high scoring because you start looking at that, looking at matchup nightmares, and and it's it's Hill versus anybody in the league, or it's Travis Kelsey who was second in the league in receiving yards of everybody, not just tight ends. And then you have Gronkowski for Tampa Bay against a, uh, a linebacking core of Kansas City. Shout out to Anthony Hitchens. Uh, but they're also down really gay. So uh, a, a depleted linebacker core there. Then you've got, like Willie you said. Willie or is he? Willie. Willie, Willie or Grizzly. Willie, we got you there. Uh, but but <laughs> just, a little, just a little middle school humor. I, <laughs> and then, or are you going to put Tyron Matthew on uh, Gronk? Uh, and, and then you 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 sacrifice help over the top uh, with Mike Evans or Antonio Brown, who you know can burn over the top. Uh, so there's a lot of things that can go very different for both defenses. Uh, if I had to pick uh, which defense is better than the other, obviously I think it's Tampa Bay. Uh, I think just all around, you've got a bunch of very good guys. Uh, and then in Kansas City, you have Tyron Matthew, Rashad Breeland, Anthony Hitchens, and Frank Clark, and that's kind of it. Uh, yeah. So so uh, defense versus defense, I'm picking Tampa Bay. Uh, offense versus offense, it's, it's a tough call. Uh, I'm going to give it to Kansas City because of uh, just Patrick Mahomes and all the other weapons, but it's very hard to call because Tom Brady's in his 10th Super Bowl. Absolutely. And when you, when you have somebody like that that has been there so many times, um, it's going to be a little tough to stop him on that defense. So speaking of the Super Bowl, should we get into this day in sports history? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into that uh, because what you got for me? All right, so this day in sports history, February 2nd, 2020, Super Bowl 54 at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes won Super Bowl MVP. This was their Chiefs' first victory in the Super Bowl in 50 years. So it was obviously a big game for them. Breakout game for Patrick. We talked about this a little earlier with Jimmy G. Um, yeah, I, it was it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. I, I always enjoy the Super Bowl unless the Steelers win, then it's not that fun. Or the Ravens. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch a rival win, but other than that, a Super Super Bowl is just kind of fun to watch. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure because right, it's going to be stressful as hell if if your team's in it, right? It's just, it's not oh, going to be absolutely. a it's not going to be a fun game to watch when when my team's in the Super Bowl. I don't want to throw a party, right? I want to watch this game by myself, order pizza, yeah. or maybe with like two or three other people. Yeah, I don't want a million people that don't care. You know, they're talking by the the you know the punch bowl and stuff like that while the game's on. Your quarterback throws a pick or something like that, and they're just yapping about stupid stuff. Stuff saying I'm just here for the commercials. I'm just here for Miley Cyrus's TikTok performance, and yeah. it's like, okay, we'll watch it, it on your phone. Well, watch it on your phone. Uh, thankfully, Heidi right. loves to watch the football. So, so yeah, um, so yeah, that was the same sports history. Kind of nice transition and Super Bowl in the Super Bowl. 
Uh, anything else got for us? Uh, who, who are you picking? Uh, obviously, we're five days away. They don't get us picking again. The picking the Bucks. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna pick against the Chiefs. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Uh, but I, I really think Tom Brady's gonna make me eat my words. Uh, so <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah. So um, like I said, I never really give numbers out predictions for the score i'll just say who's gonna win yeah and so i'm taking the bucks um hopefully i don't jinx them like i jinxed the browns earlier this year uh who's your mvp i'd probably just give it to brady all right i mean they're brady or mike evans okay I think uh, it'll definitely be an offensive MVP. Yeah, prob- probably. Uh, if if Tampa Bay wins, uh, Leonard Fournette. If uh, if Kansas City wins, it's Travis Kelsey. Okay. Yeah, I can totally see that. That's that's just who I think. Where where can they follow you, my man? You can follow me on Twitter at eth simpson cgod. You can follow me on Instagram at eth simpson. You can follow my man at. Follow me on uh, Twitter at bwardcle, Instagram b.ward52. Go ahead and follow the podcast at Podcast Given, Any Given Podcast on Instagram, facebook.com slash anygivenpodcast. Do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube. Let's see if I can get my finger in here. Subscribe. Subscribe, Where's yeah. Where's it Hit going? Hit the button. I don't know. It, wherever it shows up on YouTube. But it's somewhere on there. Hit the button. Make it happen. Thank you guys for tuning in to this latest episode of Any Given Podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your week. God bless and stay blessed. Talk to you after the Super Bowl.